in the Civil Rights Act of 1968, America does move forward. And the bell of freedom rings out a little louder. Hi there. This is A Little Louder, a podcast for wonks, housers, and rabble-rousers where we talk about fair housing, community development, and how we can use these issues to build people power and work toward equity and justice. I'm Michael D. Plant. Today, we're joined by a few Hauser Academy members, Beeper and Myra, who have taken part in forming Texas Tenants for Change. Welcome to you both. Hello. Hello. So back in episode 46, we spoke with Texas Hauser's educator, Riley Metcalf, leading into the second class of the Hauser Academy. Today, we're joined by two fellows from the class, and they've gone through a lot this year, including starting their own group. Uh, But before we get to that, I wanted to start off by asking you each, what drew you to this kind of work? And, you know, what made you want to take the extra step towards advocacy? I started out back in 89 when I first moved to the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, finishing college. And then I got my first apartment and I was, didn't know anything about renting an apartment I grew up in a house in a neighborhood all my life, and so my parents didn't prepare me for renting an apartment. And so I had I started having trouble with getting repairs done uh, with my apartment complex. And so I actually called around to all the different kinds of people and places from the city to different things that I could think about. And then finally, I stumbled upon Texas Tenants Union. And I actually uh, drove probably about at least an hour to get to the meeting that they were having on a Wednesday night. I spent my last probably $15 to join and to get the booklet about repairs and about learning my rights as a tenant. And once I did that and was able to sit down and write a letter and get the information that I needed, I started getting repairs done. I think my apartment complex knew that I knew my rights. And so um, their attitudes changed totally uh, once they knew that. And so I always felt like I had the support of the Texas Tenants Union and that I would always try to help in whatever shape, form or fashion that I could as far as um, letting other tenants know about them and getting the help that they needed. And then I ended up probably in 2007 was really able to go and sit in and help at the workshops and be able to, you know, get tenants to be able to help them with whatever they needed as far as coming into the office and getting help, whether it was repairs or I've gone to court with some of them with evictions even against lawyers and have won. And so I just seemed like it was something that I really was very passionate about doing because I was seeing that I was actually helping people. And you would be surprised, you know, how many people that you meet live in apartment complexes has had trouble with, you know, either repairs or something to do with the landlord. So I, it just seemed like it just was a natural thing for me to um, something that I really could get involved with and be passionate about and be able to really help people. Beeper, what was your entry into this space? 
so I always had interest in it. There was little things. There was never really anything big aside from having a lot of passive aggressive landlords that would, you know, you tell them something and they seemed like they cared. But then you realize, oh, they're just gaslighting me. And um, so that went on for a while. We changed landlords a lot, but we had a stable maintenance, man. So repairs was not really an issue. It was just other things. And um, my my complex is income based um, with the, some they have like their own little Section 8 pro uh, program. So when you sign a lease, they automatically tell you you have these rights. So you know of the rights that you have. But you can still, there's still that commonality or that feeling of there may be retaliation if I complain too much. So I'm not going to say much. And uh, last year after winter storm Yuri happened, we were without gas for four months. It was a month before anyone came and said, hey, y'all need help. Y'all, y'all without gas. I mean, we could not cook. We all have gas stoves and we didn't have hot water. It was freezing cold. And we were being gaslit. It was just a constant. We're going to we're working on it. We're working on it. We are working on it. But was anyone actually working on it? So it got to a point where a lot of organizations did come in, but it was organizations that weren't nobody was organized. So we had all the organizations, but there was no organization. The only thing we could do was fight. And so I try to work up my neighbors and I'm like, we have to fight this. Like, we have to say, we're going through this. It's not fair. We're paying rent. We should, we, we deserve something. This is inhumane. They put outdoor showers out that were not sanitized during a pandemic. They put a washer and dryer out, but it, there was no access for people in wheelchairs there. Uh, mobility impaired so it was really really bad and Basta came in actually and Basta was helped us to organize to create our own tenants association in in the complex and that was the start like I remember when Basta came I met Mincho and he he came all the way up to the door he came all the way to me because that was a big problem like Everybody was listening to the landlord. Everyone was listening to the owners. No one actually listened to the tenants. And just that small thing, like to have someone to listen, it felt good. But I was still skeptical. I remember telling him, I'm not filling out any more surveys. We're not talking to anybody else. And we don't want your MREs. And he kind of chuckled. But he was he was like still persistent, like, look, we're going to help you. And they did. And just that help, the organizing, um, we were able to meet with the owners, Eureka, and make changes. And once that happened for us, and I mean, they, we were about to be evicted. We were just, we were displaced for a while. Like everyone had to move, but Eureka covered the, the, the expenses. And there was a lot of other things that were, we came with an agreement. It was on the news. It was a lot. But just knowing that we had created a tenants association, we had come together as a community and fought. And that's what was necessary. So once I had the opportunity to join Housers, I was encouraged by Shoshana and Basta, like, this is going to be a great group for you. You're really, you're, and uh, when I joined Housers, I really am happy that I did. And now with Texas Tenants for Change, it's just 
moving forward and being able to help like the things that we went through I don't want others to go through to know that there's help out there to know that there's groups and there are people behind us that are willing I think it's something that needs to go across the state like that happened in our little corner of Austin Texas but this is happening across the entire state like so many people that I've met with housers it's like oh that's a similar Oh, I know that situation. We've been there before. That's bad. We we can we have to rely on each other, and to know that there's someone strong, like oh, we have a strong across the entire state. It's really like it's it makes me happy. It makes me want to continue this fight. I was just about to ask you something about that because, you know, the group that y'all are in. I mean, there's some people who have been in advocacy for you know, several years and some have just started their advocacy journey. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I wanted to sort of ask y'all, you know, you guys are relative strangers. You're meeting for the first time, but in fighting for these rights, you know, what are some of the things that you've noticed that that you have in common? Fear of retaliation. Um, A lot of people were experiencing that, the being gaslit by landlords, being told that this is one thing and it's not, um, not everyone has like even the right to cure. That's a big thing. Evictions is something that everyone faces. Um, and those are two of the big ones, the evictions and the repairs, like not getting stuff done. Um, you didn't pay rent on time. We're not going to repair this. We're not going to repair that. Having to contact code, having to be boots on the ground and do it yourself. Like, I think that's a big thing that we don't realize. We think that there's people behind us. It's like I live in an apartment and a lot of people, there's a lot of tenants, a lot of tenants in Texas and Austin alone, 55% of the people here are renters. And so to know that 55% are renters and they don't have the rights. I I was recently looking up um, different information about, is it good to rent in Texas? I think that the encouragement was buy in Texas and then rent out your property because Texas is very landlord friendly. We just in Austin a couple of weeks ago uh, just passed the right to cure. We just passed the right to organize. And it's like we can't organize like without the police coming. That's bad. We're, We're in Austin, big metro area. So, you know, in other places, smaller places, there's it's not even happening for them. So we have to fight for those people, too. Myra, what were some of the shared experiences or things that you found in common uh, when you met a lot of the other fellows? Some of the things that people were facing uh, more than anything was uh, eviction. And my biggest thing was knowing the eviction process. It's meaning that, you know, you get this three-day notice and, you know, people are moving out in three days and panicking and, and trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to do? Um, um, you know, where am I going to go? Who am I going to call? And that three day notice is just, you know, if you don't know your rights as a tenant, that three day notice can be detrimental for a lot of people because they don't know that only a judge or a jury can evict you from your apartment. And they have these landlords that come out and bully people and and tell people they have to get out in three days. And, you know, people are are trying to scramble to, you know, not they're not even at this point even letting you get together your money and, and trying to pay your rent. 
You know, they they're just wanting you out at this point because, of you know, they want to raise the rent and get somebody else in there or they don't want to do your repairs uh, because you're complaining too much. And so they want you out. I, I have had several uh, tenants that have had like mold issues and they've spray painted over those mold issues and they came back and their kids have gotten sick. And so I just have heard so many similar stories that was just like, I, you know, you, at first you're just not, you're at first you're just surprised. You can't believe it. But then after a while you meet people that are having some of these same issues that other people are having or that you've seen in the past. And so you connect on that level. To me, I always feel like people only care about something if it's happening to them. People have had good jobs and um, some, whatever the circumstances is that you can't pay your rent or you get laid off or you, you know, you get fired or whatever the case is, you know, everybody's situation is not always the same. It's not like people are just saying, well, I'm just not going to pay my rent. I'm just going to live here and I'm not going to pay my rent. That's usually not the case. It's something that detrimental that has happened to that person where that person is is no longer able to pay their rent. I rent because I never have been in a, a situation where I've had a permanent job for a long time where I've been able to put myself in a position to buy a house. But I still should have decent, affordable housing, just like everybody else. And that should just be a human right for everyone. And if you're a landlord and you own property, then, you know, you should be held to a higher standard as as to make sure that your apartment or the house or whatever it is that you're renting to people is decent and affordable housing. One of the things you said was sometimes you just don't understand unless it's happening to you, right? And I think that the pandemic was like a learning experience for a lot of people, but certainly when people were losing their incomes um, and they were faced with sort of the reality of displacement or eviction for the first time, um, it, it maybe raised a level of consciousness to the lack of rights that renters have in this state and the sort of overwhelming power that a lot of landlords do. So I understand why you'd want to take that momentum and try to build on it. Um, and, you know, that's sort of what you, I guess you're, you're capable of here with Texas Tenants for Change. But, you know, I wanted to talk about the group a little bit and ask what your goals are as Texas Tenants for Change. You know, what are some things that you look into accomplish well, we have a petition. Uh, we actually have it electronically where you can sign online. Uh, we are actually demanding that our city and state government leaders act to reduce rents and grant Texans the rights enjoyed by tenants in other states. And some of the things that we're trying to say is like, number one, holding down the cost of skyrocketing rents. With this pandemic situation, a lot of people have found themselves where their rent is just going up and up and up. Either, you know, they are being forced by the landlords to either move, be evicted, can't uh, pay their rent. And we have a lot of senior citizens that I had this senior citizen tell me that, oh, you know, they raised up my rent $320-something. And I'm like, 
how can they do that? You know, how can they get away with that? You know, who gives them the right to be able to raise somebody rent ridiculous like that? So holding down the cost of skyrocketing rent, fixing the current eviction process that unfairly favors landlords. And uh, one of the things that we had talked about you know, in the eviction process was knowing the process of eviction. And when you get that three-day notice, I feel like that there should be a, the process on the three-day notice to let people know these are the steps you go through next instead of just having a three-day notice and this is all it says. Another thing, changing Texas law to grant Texas tenants the reasonable right to cure lease violations. They need the ability to be able to pay uh, whatever, whatever's due. Rent. Okay. You don't want to have an eviction on your record when you have the money to be able to prevent that kind of displacement and that kind of uh, black mark. On your exactly. Uh, and one of the one of the things too is that you know once you have that um, you know they go to court and and when they file eviction that's eighty maybe a hundred bucks that they have paid. Well, they could save themselves the money by just talking to the tenant when they bring the three-day notice or, you know, writing the tenant a letter or a notice saying, hey, you know, call me, contact me and see if we can resolve this before I go and actually file, spend the $100 to file the eviction on you. I think that that speaks to that power. So that's another thing that giving the power back to the tenants, giving the power back to the people, that's something very important that we are fighting for. And we need that because like Myra said, they'll go and pay the money to start the eviction process. And then they'll throw that back on the tenant. So if I'm having a trouble paying my rent because I lost my job, you're adding extra fees on and you want me to pay that also before I can stay or I'm facing homelessness. And we know that like, if you don't have shelter. If you become evicted, it puts everything in your life in a whirlwind. And it does even get into work. If you have children, they have to leave their schools. It's a lot. So it puts more pressure. The stress alone can cause health issues. So it's a lot that goes with that. And these are the things that we're fighting for. These are the things we hope for change with, first of all, our Texas Tennis for Change. And then also with our petition that we've wanted everyone to sign that we want to put before the legislator so that we can see a change across Texas not just in our cities or in our little corner or our complex. Because I can say that for my complex, with all the change that we have seen, there's still a, a bigger fight. Some of the other things that are in the petition require landlords to make prompt and adequate repairs. Another one is in renting substandard apartments. Require landlords to respect tenants' rights or privacy rights and in all discrimination and rental housing. How many signatures do you have so far? I think we have 150 and we're trying to get at least, we're going to have a signature drive, but we need to have 500 or more signatures to take to the Texas legislature in 2023 that we want to present to them. And I think that we can get 
more than 500 signatures. You know, if everybody just would get, you know, one or two people to sign either the physical petition or either the petition online would be great. And then if you send it to two other people that you know are renters here in Texas, and then they send it to two other people, you know, we could get this thing going and get enough people that are concerned in the state of Texas, not only, um, you know, some of the big cities, but even the smaller cities where people may not even know their rights. So I think this petition would help everyone that is a tenant here in Texas, whether you're renting a house, a trailer, or apartment. You know, if you're a tenant and you're paying rent to someone, you need to be part of this petition. And where can they find the petition? The petition is actually online at texastenantsforchange.org. And we are having a petition signature drive coming up December the 5th where that whole week that we are going to be trying to get people to sign up, or you could actually sign up on our Facebook page, which is our Texas Tennis for Change on our Facebook uh, page. You can find the petition there. But we need people's help. We need people to rally around this petition. We need to make changes here in Texas that's gonna benefit all. And, you know, uh, even if you own a house and you maybe lived in an apartment at one point in time, you could still sign the petition and still support what we're trying to do. And that's what we're asking for. You guys put on a live stream a couple of weeks ago on evictions. And it was a really great stream. For those who didn't see it, you can actually find a copy of it at texastenantsforchange.org. But you actually have another live stream coming up on December 1st, I believe on repairs. Did you want to talk a little bit about that, Myra? The stream that we have coming up on December the 1st is Spotlight for Change on Getting Repairs Done. And some of the things that we're going to talk about on repairs about your rights as far as a tenant when it comes to repairs, how to go about landlords must repair or remedy conditions that are a threat to your physical health and safety. A lot of people don't know that. Also, you must be paid up on your rent in order to ask for proper repairs. But even if you're asking for repairs and your rent is paid, you know, there's they cannot retaliate against you because you're asking for your repairs. That is your right as a tenant. Also, you know, if a landlord fails to respond to you asking for repairs, I know on the TAA lease, a lot of people don't know, it says in the lease that you have to ask for repairs in writing. So these are the type of things that we're going to be talking about in this Facebook Live and getting people to understand how to go about getting your repairs uh, remedy. We're going to hear from tenants. We're going to hear from policy experts. Exactly. We're going to hear from advocates. And I believe it was December 1st at 6 p.m. Is that the correct time? Yes, 6 p.m. December the 1st. And it will be Facebook Live. And, you know, we want people to tune in. And if you know people that are tenants that may need to know this information, because a lot of tenants do not know their rights. They don't know the information about how to get repairs done. This is something that they need to tune in and look at.
I got one last question for the both of you. We talked about a lot of different topics today, but you know, I want to ask you, there are millions of renters here in the state of Texas. What would you hope to inform fellow tenants, your fellow renters of, with all the work that you're doing? And Eeper, why don't you go ahead and go first? I would like for renters to know that they do have rights, that they do have someone behind them that is willing to help them through if they need that assistance. I want them just to have the knowledge, be even if they, they don't want to join a, an organization, join a group, that there is organizations that will stand behind them and help them. I want them to know that it, the, the battle is not theirs alone. We want change for the entire state. We, don't, we just don't want change for our corner of renting and our corner of the universe, but we really like change for the entire state, and that's the work that we're doing. We've seen so much displacement. We've seen so many renters being evicted, and it's, it's time for a change. One of the things that people say a lot is that 30% of your income can go towards shelter. We are seeing people with 60% of their income going towards shelter. They can't afford to do anything else. They can't afford to buy anything else. And that's sad, and those are changes that we would like to see. One of the things that, that is so important, I feel that just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean it's not happening to someone that you know. And it could happen to you. You never know. I think I came up with anyone can be homeless at any point in time, depending on your circumstances, getting laid off a job. People didn't know what was going to happen next week or the day before, or how are you going to pay your rent for this next month if you've gotten laid off? Some of the things that I feel like we as people that are tenants in Texas, we need to come together and we need to help each other make changes that's going to help everyone. And it's going to be a better place for everyone to stay. Um, I just would like for people to understand their rights as a tenant. Um, you know, make sure you're getting things in writing. You're putting things in writing. You're keeping your copies, your important papers and receipts for yourself. You know, you have proof of things that your landlord is giving you. And, you know, make sure that you know your lease and what you're signing uh, when you do sign a lease. But I do want people to make sure that they, you know, sign the petition. That is so important. If that's the only way that you're able to, to help, then, you know, get behind the petition, sign the petition, you know, get other people to sign the petition, get other people to tune into the Facebook Live, get other people to... Uh, join our Facebook page at TexasTenantsForChange.org. You know, just get involved some kind of way. Get involved. Well, I want to thank both of you for joining me. And once again, you can find that petition at TexasTenantsForChange.org or Facebook.com slash TexasTenantsForChange. As for our loyal listeners, we'll see you next time. JT Herjmack will play us out. Bye for now.